practice gratitude. You've been told it a million times and you're probably starting to get sick of it. And fair enough. Especially compared to some of the more concrete advice on shows like this one, gratitude can perhaps feel a bit airy-fairy. But the science tells us another story. Practicing gratitude is one of the most effective ways to consistently improve your mood and well-being. But how do you actually do it? If you're anything like me, you've got a neglected notebook stuffed in a drawer somewhere, languishing away with five or six days worth of entries from a gratitude journal and not much really to show for the effort. Well, maybe it's time to simplify. No tools, no systems, just a little reframe. My name is Dr. Amantha Imber. I'm an organizational psychologist and the founder of behavioral science consultancy Inventium. And this is How I Work, a show about how to help you do your best work. Welcome to your favorite tips. Across 10 bite-sized episodes, I'll be sharing tips from some of the world's best thinkers that you, the listeners, have found the most useful. We're covering everything from creating better to-do lists to setting more effective boundaries around your time. And you'll be hearing from people like best-selling author Sally Hepworth, CoronaCast host and journalist Norman Swan, and Google's executive productivity advisor, Laura May Martin. Today's favorite tip comes from Michael, and he writes, Turia Pitt's way of reframing things has helped me immensely mood-wise. I concur, Michael. So here is Turia talking about how a simple change in our self-talk can turbocharge our motivation and gratitude. I learned this trick after I had uh, my first son, Huckabye, and it was because I was always telling myself that I, I had to do things. So I'd say, oh, Huckabye's crying. I have to go pick him up. I'm, like, I'm sounding like a really bad mum. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> I promise I'm not. Or I'd say, oh, I have to go clean his room or I have to prepare his food or I have to wash his clothes. And when you tell yourself that you have to do things, it's really easy for you to resent them and for them to feel like it's an obligation and something that you don't actually want to do. So then I started saying I get to, I, I get to pick up Huckabye, I get to play with Huckabye and I get to be around and I, I get to watch him as he grows up. And for me, just changing my language subtly, it reminded me that it was an opportunity, it was a choice and it was something that I got to be really grateful for. So I think it's, it's like a super easy way for us to, to change how we feel about an experience. And I remember at the start of it that we were talking about when, you know, when we said yes to a speaking gig and then we were really dreading it. And often I get really nervous before I speak because I, I think I get stuck, really stuck in my head and I, I, I work myself up into such a state. I think things like, I'm going to make an idiot of myself or maybe I won't articulate what I mean really clearly or maybe I'm going to make a goose of myself. And I have to really stop and remind myself that it's not that I I have to do a speech but that I, I get to do a speech. Like it's a pretty awesome opportunity that, you know, a room full of people potentially want to listen to me and, and want to hear what I have to say. I don't have to do an interview. I, I get to do an interview again like, what an awesome opportunity that people all around the world want to listen to me and, and learn from me. And so I guess for me, that's probably been one of the 
the biggest thing I've learned in maybe the past three years is just changing that my language from I have to to I get to. I think that's a really potent reminder for a lot of us, especially when we're talking about things like going to work, making dinner, things that potentially might not light us up and might not necessarily inspire us to remind ourselves that it it is a choice and it is an opportunity that we get. Yeah, I really like it. And it's almost like a form of gratitude because where I've been applying that is that some mornings I just don't feel like exercising, but I'm very conscientious, so I do. So I just force myself to do it. And I know that I'll feel better at the other end and I'm getting stronger and all that sort of stuff. And I started reframing my own self-talk around exercise and rather than saying, okay, I have to do this five mornings a week. It's like, I get to exercise. And then where it really landed for me is I then injured myself. So I've been fighting this shoulder injury for about two weeks. I feel like my physio is my home away from home at the moment, although I'm literally kind of just back to 100% at the gym. But yeah, now it's like I get to exercise and it's it's finally really landed for me. So I, I personally love that strategy. I find it very helpful. And then you appreciate it even more when things do go wrong and you don't get to do the thing that you had to do. I still come back to this tip at least once a month, if not more often, when I'm doing something that feels like a chore or that I'm not feeling grateful for. Changing my mindset and self-talk always helps me reframe the activity and feel much more excited about doing it. As a listener of How I Work, you've hopefully picked up a few tips on this show to help you work better. But do you want more? and maybe in a book form, because let's face it, books are the most awesome thing on the planet. Well, now you can. In my new book, TimeWise, I uncover a wealth of proven strategies that anyone can use to improve their productivity, work, and lifestyle. TimeWise brings together all of the gems that I've learned from conversations with the world's greatest thinkers, including Adam Grant, Dan Pink, Mia Friedman, and Turia Pitt, and many, many others. TimeWise is launching on July 5, but you can pre-order it now from amantha.com. And if you pre-order TimeWise, I have a couple of bonuses for you. First, you'll receive an ebook that details my top 20 favorite apps and software for being TimeWise with email, calendar, passwords, reading, cooking, ideas, and more. You will also get a complimentary spot in a webinar that I'm running on June 29, where I will be sharing the tactics from TimeWise that I use most often, and also some bonus ones that are not in the book that I use and love. Hop onto amantha.com to pre-order now. How I Work is produced by Inventium with production support from Deadset Studios. And thank you to Martin Nimba, who does the audio mix for every episode and makes everything sound so much better than it would have otherwise. See you next time.